1: this could could all go horribly wrong at any minute and the rubber chicken says (laughs) (laughs) uh believe that Elvis is still alive and living in Memphis. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> well, listen to you. No, he's not alive. Yes, you know. I don't care what you say. No, <laughs> Stop it. He is not alive. We walked around Memphis. He was not here. We did not see him. Okay, I will talk about this some other time because I've got to get on with Rantcast number 105 entitled uh, Stuck Inside of Memphis with the Mobile Blues again. How's that? that's the way I look at it um, the, it is a very uh, could be a blue day or red day who knows what kind of a day today's the day people are voting. there uh, um, but I'm here in Memphis next to uh, uh, in a in a parking lot really right next to Sun Studios an extraordinary place uh, which I didn't get to visit but this time but I've seen it before and truly great music has come out of there and i wish they could be playing that music as a soundtrack for our lives and we could just live that way and dance forever uh, even if it, elvis is dead i don't care stop it um and so uh it's uh it's just uh it's just a, a uh, it's voting day and uh, if you watch tv they've got uh, an entire coverage of people standing in line that's what they have and it is unbelievable. This election cycle has gone beyond whatever pale was the pale before the pale. And there have been a lot of pales. And they can be spelled P A L E and P A I L uh, or bucket of shit. It has got to stop. People have uh, got to be given um, a reason to go vote because they're, uh, they're, it's always been, it's this, this time it's out of fear, both sides scared to death and let's get out there and vote for people who who are just on our side but what about like a solution to something Hmm? what about like trying to figure things out what what are these people going to do i've got a uh one party which seems to come up with a whole bunch of solutions that they can't explain they can't fucking explain so they come out with the Inflation Reduction Act. It's a great idea, I think, on a certain amount of levels. And uh, But they come out with it the day in which it, it posted that inflation rises. And the fact of the matter is, is people are dealing with inflation. So they can't fucking explain what's going on. Then I got another site that's going to go, hey, we've got a bunch of really great ideas, but we're going to keep them a secret. It's really uh, an extraordinary adventure in... Uh, in our inability to come to grips with the fact that we don't know what democracy is about, and it's about voting, okay, and it's about finding people and and actually kind of training people in terms of seem to be driven to public service, of which there's rapidly less and less of them. Why? Because from the moment that Calvin put his uh, Klein put his name on jeans, apparently uh, things went awry, and it was most important for people really to have something that showed that they were doing better than the person next door. And that apparently is where we've at, and this is where we've driven to, and I personally am exhausted by it. I watched, I was all over the country, and you sit there and you can barely hear. Um, and I'm it might not my age, so fuck you and shit, and uh, uh, and it's it, it's certainly got nothing to do with that. It has to do with you just can't hear uh, the um these election ads. it's literally the, the sound is off the charts. Uh, the, the images are off the charts and neither side during these things explains exactly. We're going to get rid of crime. Well, how? what, what fucking are you going to say? No. What are you going to say? Well, we're going to really, uh, we're going to create more crime. We've been waiting to create more crime. We were hoping we could get these people out of office so that we could really get a lot of crime out there. So we could find the criminals by having so much crime. Then we could actually, uh, with the excess crime, we'd be able to find the people who were the criminals. It's like, There is no one talking about how to solve these things. And if you think either side, and I fucking mean this, if you think either side is capable of dealing with inflation, then you haven't looked at fucking history. Okay? Yes, I'm wearing two watches. Got it? Even I just saw that now, and I don't want to hear about it. Why is he wearing two watches? I'm wearing two watches. One is to keep track of... uh, The time and the others to keep track of, of 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 the exercise. I'm not getting. Okay, got it. You happy now? (laughs) So, so that's where we are. Um, it's it's unbelievable. Nobody, neither side can deal with inflation. Neither one knows what to do with it. Neither one knows how to deal with it. Neither one understands fucking math. Okay. The fact of the matter is, why is the price of gas so high? Because we're buying too much gas. That's, that apparently is what they tell me. And, and, uh, and, and so what are we doing? We're out there like I, I was dri- We were driving out of Austin, which is now just a boomtown USA, where they can't build enough buildings to kiss the sky. It is really crazy from the last time I've been there. We, we're the only country that's come through a pandemic and built more buildings than anyone probably on the planet has done, except maybe the Chinese. But I haven't realized, that's just a guess. That was a guess. Um, and so, uh, but they were literally, uh, a, it was a traffic jam for miles, miles. So gas just being belched. And, uh, and also to respond to some schmuck who wrote in about the fact that I'm in a, why would you be driving a bus? What the fuck is the matter with you driving a bus? Why would you do that? Here's why I'm doing it. Because there's, you know, because apparently by doing this, I'm destroying the planet. Well, I've got, um, I've got, uh, I've got the tour managers on the bus, the guy who helps us get the, uh, um, the the rant cast, get those rants out throughout the world and to deal with the the mechanics and the engineering of it. Uh, I've got someone who sells the merch. I got myself and I got the opening act. That's five people. Okay. Plus the driver. So we're carrying six. If we didn't take the bus, I wouldn't be able to do this for starters, schmunk, even if I was by myself. Because I was not, after the first tour that I did, going to get in a plane after a plane after a plane after a plane. Especially now. Because you got to show up the day of, okay? And so you don't hop, you got to show up the day before in order to be sure that you're there on the day of. So I'd have to, I would have had to fly into Austin. Uh, and then maybe driven to Dallas. Okay. But let's say fly to another city, fly to another city, fly to another city, ain't going to work. And so I'm flying uh, that many people uh, too, from city to city, uh, you know, what's my carbon footprint then? And the, and the, and you know, if you want, if it was supposed to be funny, it wasn't, and it was just irritating. And, uh, and I don't even see, it. and I've driven off the road of my intention here today into that, into that fucking exit, which doesn't exist. So, uh, but I just wanted to kind of get that out there. That's why I'm on a bus, okay? Because to me, it seems to be uh, it's the only way I can manage to do this. All right. And plus, I got it. You want me to carry the merch from place to place, and people are buying it. Uh, I've never understood it, but Christmas is coming, so you know, let's let's give the kids something they don't understand. A teacher, a, a, a t-shirt a teacher, a t-shirt with, uh, an elderly man's head on it. That'll be good. The kids will really like that. I don't, so that's where we're at. So get, go, so get out there for, you know, I've I've left the thing, get out there and vote. Okay. I hope you're out there voting. You know, that's, I've certainly, uh, Think it's, it's important, it's vital. You, you, uh, why why aren't you voting? Because they have worn your fucking ass down with a series of shit candidates who don't know how to work together and don't have any goddamn clue as to what the idea of government is. And it's disgusting, and I'm tired of it. And uh, and and please stop sending in the things about, uh, the tweets about that George Carlin wouldn't vote. That doesn't matter. I mean, I'm you know, first off, that's what he said. You don't know if that's true or not because he's George. And that could be a joke. He probably didn't vote because it really did. I think you would take the shit out of him, but I'm going to vote because it's important. Okay. And, uh, cause I believe in it because, and because, uh, this may be the last time that it's actually counted. <laughs> so yesterday we, uh, uh, we got into Memphis actually on, uh, on uh, Sunday. And, uh, so, Monday I had off here in Memphis, and instead of going from barbecue place to barbecue place to barbecue place, which would probably be one of the things I normally would have done, um, just going to one now, and I've become a bloated tick. Um, But uh, yeah, I did. I I, I ordered this thing yesterday, and it should have been just, I thought, a few, a little bit of uh, pulled pork and a little bit of brisket and a little bit of ribs, and it was, no, it was uh, for a family of six. And uh, I did my best, and um, but but the ribs won. The other two were a little disappointing. And uh, but you know you never know. And I wanted to kind of get away from Beale Street where I'd eaten before. But mo- more important than me eating fucking the, the, a porkarama um, was that um, that I uh, I went to the uh, Civil Rights Museum here, which is uh, in the Lorraine Motel. Um, where, unless um, uh, you've forgotten, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot. It's a, an unbelievable museum. It is an absolute testament to the work that he did, and um, it's also historically uh, an important site um, in terms of uh, in, in terms of uh, its significance because it being uh, where. Uh, one of the few incredible and extraordinary men in my lifetime, uh, was, uh, was assassinated. Uh, and, um, and it's really uh, one level of importance is, is that you actually look, uh, at the, uh, 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 I think it's a recreation, but it's the room that, um, it is that you're looking at the room that uh, was his room that he walked out of and was shot at, uh, shot at. And then you go to the, uh, to the boarding house across the street where uh, James Earl Ray, uh, then you see the essentially you look at where the the room was and then you look at uh the shop that he had uh, you know where he took the shot I mean and if that alone were just the, what the civil rights museum was or the uh, let's say the Martin Luther King assassination spot if that is all it was um it might give us a profound sense of uh, this is why this uh, this shit can't happen again, um, and why it's disgusting, and um, and the and, and what it means, and uh, and how it's done, and um, how it shouldn't be done, and that would be enough alone. But then uh, historically, it is a history of um, of from uh, the, uh, the 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 moment that, um, blacks were brought here as slaves and that room alone. And I, and, and, and the other rooms, I thought, uh, I was pretty, uh, I thought I had a pretty good concept of, um, of these things that I I'd learned a lot, uh, in, in school. And I'd read a lot. Uh, but when they put it in the terms of numbers and, uh, of what a slave would cost or, um, the amount of production uh, that slavery gave us so you get a sense of that it's uh you really get a sense of that we haven't left the basic root of 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 what drove slavery or what drives capital it's money so you know it was like well how are we going to give up the money if we don't have these people you know doing this for us and it's uh i think it was i think in terms of cotton and i it, it, there was so many facts yesterday that you look at, but I think it's a trillion dollars, uh, in the, uh, that was brought into the economy because of, um, the slaves, uh, were picking the cotton. Uh, and we of course were the cotton, uh, kings of the world. Um, and then you just, and, and then once again, you, uh, uh you know, once you get by that and then you get into the civil war and what happened then, and then you, and the, the, it's just a continual bombardment of, um, of, of what was done to keep, uh, first to keep the fact that they, to make sure that they weren't treated as humans then, Oh, well, they are humans. Uh, do we give these humans rights? I mean, you just wander through there and the, the, um, The preponderance of the facts just lay you out and really uh, leave you worn, worn the fuck down um, in a, in a good way, in an important way. I mean, once again, I really, uh, uh, I I mean, I paid a lot of attention when I was a kid to that television set and what was happening down South. And it is what changed the way we, we looked at things was that TV and the, and the cameras being turned on. Uh, But you go through there yesterday, and there are things that I just forgot about, just completely. And I was like, and you see it all together. Day, you, you know, this, you, then this happened, and this happened, and then this happened. A bus that's burnt. I, this bus that was burnt with um, civil rights workers on it. I completely that I completely flushed out of my head. God knows uh, why. Um, and uh, you get on a. On a a bus, a simulation of a bus that uh, Rosa Parks was on, uh, from beginning to end, I would have to say it was one of the most extraordinary experiences I've had in the museum. And it's an important museum. And if, for those who, uh, continue to, to rattle, um, educators with the fact that they're not supposed to talk about, uh, those rights of, um, in the, Crit, you know, the, the, they attack it through critical race theory. That you can't really talk about slavery now because it will upset children. Is the level of bullshit that that is is disgusting. Okay, stop it. Um, you, you, it's so it's not even it's simple. We learn from the past. Okay, this is this stuff has to be repeated again. We got to go slogging through this shit again. I, I don't think so. I think there're enough of us who fucking have been through it that we basically have to put our foot down and go no we're not going back there we're not playing that game anymore you 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 uh you you do, you you do not get to take away once again uh the right of uh, of um of minorities to uh, vote uh or their rights uh, any of their rights and in the meantime you don't get to take away history you fucking bastards So you're going to come here, you're going to, why don't you come here and and shut down that museum because those, because kids will come in there who I saw there yesterday. None of them were weeping. Okay. And I can guarantee you, who knows how much of it was sinking in, but I but if it, if, if 20% of them got the message in that museum, then it's vital because they will continue to pass the word on until we don't have to deal with this shit anymore. And that's all I got to say about this. Okay, and so it's been. I would like to apologize for last week where uh, I was mopey, dopey, and I really am uh, sorry about that. But it was just um, uh, it all caught up with me, and uh, um, so so thanks for hanging in. And uh, I'm going to be back uh, next week with some more delightful stuff. We're going to Marietta. Uh, the, the, uh, in Ohio, which I remember is quite a beautiful little college town and pretty much an exceptional place. Um, in, in a lot of ways, an exceptional college, I didn't realize uh, just, um, how, uh, how, how, um, how good a school that was. I mean, not that any school isn't good, but that it was, uh, it's much more of an important, um, uh, uh, place in terms of education than I'd realized, uh, uh, for a small college. Um, there's some small, small colleges that suck Marietta it happens to be a dandy one. Uh, then on to, Oh, what's that? The home of the university, the Duke university pricks, the, uh, they're really the third rung of evil. They are evil. And, uh, even though I've had friends go there and their, uh, hooves were cloven afterwards. Uh, I still talk to them. Um, the uh, it's the uh, if, uh, if it's always been stunning to me that i i arrived at the university of north carolina and having no sense of duke uh really in the rivalry within three days the level at which i hated duke was beyond anything that i'd ever comprehended and that's how prejudices are built okay i don't know how they did it but they got to me immediately and uh i also uh, uh will be heading to charlotte north carolina um and uh, uh so Get those rants in. The rants that you'll be hearing this week are from uh, Dallas, Texas, and uh, Austin, I believe. And um, well, some really great ones. Dallas is a killer, uh, I have to say. Uh, uh, Dallas has become, uh, they've got a great theater now for comedy called The Majestic. And uh, that audience was over the charts. And from beginning to end, they wrote one great show. All I did was collate, and I'm lucky to be able to collate and uh, be able to do that. I consider it a, a really a, a privilege that you allow me to do that. And um, and for those of you who uh, think that this uh, doesn't really, you know, you know that, that, being, that being a part of the show, that I should be continuing to do just my stand-up, I think, uh, you know, don't come to the show then, okay, because I think it is important. Uh, I would have certainly not be doing this if they gave me a TV show. And uh, and this week, by the way, we uh, actually pitched one. So, you know, hold on to your hold your, – don't hold your breath because you'll drop dead. Uh, but at least they gave us a shot at it again. Because they like to do that. They like to raise my hopes a little. Inside Out 2 we'll be doing, and so that's very exciting. Uh, and, uh, and that's what I got today. So uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you. Ya- see you next week and um, it's always a pleasure to spend time with you.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com that's dot com.
1: We're coming to you from the uh, Moody theater, which is the very, this, the very hallowed uh, stage of the, Austin City Limits, here in Austin, Texas. Um, it's Austin, uh, I've been coming to Austin for 35 years. The, when I first came to Austin, it was a quiet little town. There were, there were no skyscrapers. No, uh, there, were, there were literally only three doggies uh, at the time. All the doggies had been taken away. Now there are no dogies. You can buy a uh, buy a dogie at a store, and name the dogie. It's kind of like that uh, when you buy a doll at one of those American doll fuck places. And but in Austin, they have the famous Austin dogies. I literally came here. I used to work the. I think it's the Capitol Comedy Club, and uh, and. Uh, I yelled a bit at the audience here tonight, but that first time at the Austin Comedy Club, fuck, I yelled like, fuck you and fuck him and shut the fuck up. Uh, but I've been coming here a long time and it's, it's definitely changed. They now build skyscrapers that kiss the sky and, uh, um, and uh, people are pouring in here and people, all of these folks are coming from all over the country and then, and then there'll be a whole group of people fleeing here, going somewhere else. And, and they'll be going, God damn it, those people from Austin, son of a bitch. How many coffee filters do I have to supply? Uh, we have some, there really were some things I, it was spectacularly mean some of the stuff that was written and I, uh, so I'm, this is, this is from the good folks of Austin, and there'll be more, I'll be reading uh, some of you, some of these that I got uh, uh, before the show. I will be reading uh, later on when we, when I uh, record stuff for this, uh, when I record for the Rantcast. So this is from Tony Rich. At this show in Austin, some dick made some folks sitting down in their seats stand up so he could walk past. Told not asked if they could stand. Where have manners gone? And that's, and that's actually very good, Tony. And I'm sorry that the audience didn't react, uh, because apparently everyone else in the audience, when they went into the row, said, "Stand up, you fuck!" Because that'll show that Austin is becoming more cosmopolitan. <laughs> Brett Tabke, the best thing about Austin is that Texas is only 20 minutes away. (laughs) You you keep that a secret or they'll come after you. (laughs) This is Paul Daly. I paid 70 bucks to see Louis Black. Get to my seat and it's behind a fucking pillar. So no stereoscopic show for me, fuck Austin city limits. Paul, did you move? There's a billion seats open, Paul. If you didn't move, you really are psychologically impaired. I'm sorry they put you behind a pillar. I can't believe they sell tickets behind a pillar. But you're lucky, they charge probably extra to sit behind the pillar. The, one of the reasons I read this is because when they opened the Kennedy Center in Washington when I, I was younger, the first thing that happened, because every time they do something, they're just so fucking stupid. So they build this theater. It's supposed to be, all oh, state of the art. We've never seen anything like it. We literally, within a day, people started showing up. They, they bought tickets that were behind fucking columns. So you could not see fucking at all. You, literally nothing. And they said, because they're such assholes, instead of saying, well, you know, we shouldn't have put a seat there, um, they went, that they built, those seats were for blind people. Yeah. Yeah. And the Kennedy Center, where I wanted to perform, was worried about how many fucks I was gonna say. This is Kelsey Landeros. All these stupid fucks from everywhere moving to Austin and not knowing how to fucking drive and act like their shit don't stay. <laughs> they can't all be from Jersey. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry, don't even try it. No, sorry. Shh, shh don't tell people. You just you just heard their reaction, okay, so shh. you pretend you're from here and shut the fuck up. Seriously, if you live in New York City and you're in a car and somebody's stupid, something stupid happens in another car, I'm serious, nine times out of ten, I've started doing it as just to practice, you look up, Cars from Jersey. I'm sorry. That's my small science experiment. It's it's something I'm doing. I'm hoping to get a master's in traffic. <laughs> well, I, you're gonna yell shit. Nobody can hear it. Why would you yell while I'm people are? T- why would you fucking? What you? What did you yell? I'm s- astonished. What did you yell? What? Well, he left. (laughs) You're reading? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a whole paragraph gone. (laughs) This is Heather Ingram. You and your neighbor both buy five-acre lots next door and realize y'all can see and hear one another. Like the watering of your plants watching your hairy, bare, chest, topless, old dude neighbor sit drinking a beer in his lawn chair, or seeing your neighbor waving to you as he burns a random barrel of paper products as you were trying to get to work. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have left Chicago. Thanks thanks for helping me come to that realization. How much do I owe you? Rosa Nelson, just a quickie, Texas Governor Abbott, won't keep his paws off my uterus. This is uh, Ben Heitner. Why is Texas subjected to a New Jersey Jew that poses... (laughs) Just don't worry about where you're from. Okay? I don't wander around in other countries going, fuck, I'm from the United States. I didn't even come here tonight and go, boy, I'm from New York. It's fucking ridiculous. Just stay calm, fucker. Then you wonder why people get pissed at New Jersey. You got two football teams, that's enough. And then you moved here, holy fuck! (laughs) Why is Texas subjected to a New Jersey Jew that poses as a Hispanic man, Ted Cruz, and an Irish-Mexican, Beto, that poses as the everyday white man, and we're asked to choose between these two assholes on a regular basis? (laughs) First off, I, I spent a lot of time backstage trying to figure out if Ted Cruz was a New Jersey Jew. Um, no. Uh, he's not, I know he's, he's not a Jew, and I had that instinct immediately, being Jewish, we have a sense of each other. And I said, he can't be, he would hide, no, he cannot be Jewish. Because he would use that card, and then he would go, no, I'm really, he'd be a Jew. he'd be a Jew for Jesus, that would. Yeah yes. <laughs> that is really Ted Cruz is a Jew. I'm gonna be talking about that tomorrow. <laughs> Julie Dupree, have you seen the shit show that's Texas Politics? Corrupted bloated ticks, the lot of them. Folks aren't understanding the gravity of our current situation. We're a single vote away from a Christo fascist regime. Vote damn it. Oh, God, well, I won't be able to sell tickets then. <laughs> no, because you'll have to be at a potluck supper every fucking night. <laughs> Kenneth Anderson, do you think when Governor Hot Wheels eventually loses, they'll fly him off a ramp, evil Knievel style. <laughs> Over the state capitol and, and into a Planned Parenthood. <laughs> wow. That was the nice one. <laughs> Kilgore Trout, <laughs> yeah right. Just voted today, my choice was between ineffectual pussies and straight up fascists. Yeah. Thanks a lot Texas. Uh, this is uh, from Cesar Rodriguez. According to the Texas Tribune, only 19% of the registered voters participated in early voting. That's 8% less than the 27% of early voters in 2018. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I was fucking relieved to see you in New Mexico, where real democracy is practiced. Uh, as far as Texas is concerned, hell has swallowed up this handbasket. As we speak, <laughs> I can't believe the psychotic reversed FDR we have as a governor. <laughs> uh, I, what can I say? That was that was the I, I picked two of them. He's on his ass-kissing trail to West Texas. He is even making stops in my home in the Texas Panhandle, where it is read as the syphilitic dick of the state that this strip of land represents. <laughs> as well as many of the people who live in it, it is here that preachers, priests, and propagandists piss in the empty headed minds of millions, saying that Democrats are communists and abortion is for sinners. These are the same jagoffs that beat their women at home and pop painkillers to get a fix. You guys. Yeah, I really can't wait to listen to this again. Your reactions are completely, wow. The syphilitic dick part of the state, I thought, well they'll laugh at that, no. and Kind of, that's a horrible thing to say. Then I go, people piss, you know, cry, and then popping painkillers to get a fix, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Visit Austin if you've got any time on your hands. Sit in a bar for two days, I'm serious, and you it'll be like a psychological experiment. Uh, please people, especially you young voters, get out there and exercise your right to vote. Get to the polls on your lunch break or after work. Take a day off to sit in line to vote. As Veterans Day draws near, remember that this can be a way to support the troops. Vote now. Uh, and if uh, and then we go to Sky Morgan, <laughs> this is spectacular. And this is someone who knows what reality is about. My boyfriend is obsessed with Jimmy Buffett's "Cheeseburger in Paradise." It's his go-to karaoke song, and the song he requests at bars. This has got to stop. I, if, he, if he's with you, it has to stop. I'm <laughs> fucking leaveable. First off, that you're still wandering around doing karaoke. <laughs> Son of a bitch, cheeseburger in paradise. Wow, well, I hope it's, it's gonna be a hell of an engagement. <laughs> this is Adam L., I'm a second grade teacher in Austin by day, and a comedian by night because I'm apparently not a fan of money. <laughs> the district, continually fucks teachers over, and it's fairly easy to follow the heat of my rage at the absurd things teachers are asked to do. We had a district employee come in and tell us to be sure to unplug our lamps, because it could save the district a whopping 25 cents per teacher on their energy bill. <laughs> I immediately thought, after I twitched a bit, was why should I worry about saving them any money when they don't worry about what they pay any of us in the first place? I'm bringing in an air fryer and the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic fucking band tomorrow and plugging it all in. And and finally, before this, well I'll leave you with this. Yeah, I got places to go and people to fucking see. This is from Thomas Hammer, the friend who has 17 kids and posts daily photos consisting of family pics, meals, bowel movements, and the color of the fucking sky. It's bullshit. It's been a pleasure spending time with you. You're one of the most fascinating audiences I've ever performed for. Folks, we'll be in Dallas tomorrow. Get your rants in. We end up in San Antonio, and next week we're in Marietta. Take care of yourselves. It's been a privilege and a pleasure performing for you. Thank you very much, and good night. It's been a pleasure being here tonight at the uh, Majestic Theater in Dallas, Texas. The, uh, this, uh, theater where, where I've started performing, I guess I've been here twice, I'm not sure, before, and, uh, uh, is just, uh, really, uh, it, it was, we looked around, uh, I think all comics looked around for a great space to work in, and, uh, we found it here at the Majestic, it's been terrific. Um, so, I'm gonna get right on this, um, I, I, w- I would have said normally, you know, if you haven't been to Dallas and, and Fort Worth, which I, I love too, uh, yeah, <laughs> where you can actually see live dogies going in and out. <laughs> I'd like to know what a dogie is. I've fucking been saying it ever since I arrived in the state, <laughs> and nobody stopped me. <laughs> but uh, but it, I would say, you know, come, but uh, check. Check the weather reports. Make sure, <laughs> make sure that everything's squared away. There's, anything could happen. Especially, it could be fr- freezing out, and, uh, uh, oh boy, the heat doesn't work. It's a treat. Uh, <laughs> this is really most of my god. Got I love the fact, too, that one of the great things is while sitting around or wandering through the, uh, the, the theater and doing what you're doing before the show starts, the, the stuff that just people are pissed at, um, <laughs> this is from Cody McKinney, to the lady with the bright red hair that cut the line at the merch table. <laughs> fuck you, you curly-headed fuck. It's, fuck you, you curly-headed fuck with the tie-dye t-shirt. Wow. (laughs) Uh, It can get really specific. Uh, Robert Galloway, I'm 10 minutes from seeing you at the Majestic in Dallas. This is spectacular. I went to the bathroom for one last piss before the show and walk in, and there's a guy peeing with his pants around his knees. (laughs) air fucking man-ass on full display. Horrifying. Never seen that in a public bathroom before. (laughs) Fuck, I'm really in a bad head space now. Ready for the show now! (laughs) Thank you for sharing that, Robert. That is, I have never fucking, the fact that you could stood there and didn't run never seen that never fucking ever could if I did i just turn around I would literally turn it would be a quick motion open the door oh no um, it, uh, I'm not gonna mention this name uh, but at a show in Dallas first why the fuck are the drinks so expensive um, Be, because I, I, I don't have any fuck idea. Do you think I went, boy, you know, I'd like you to charge a lot of money for the drink? I don't have anything to do with the drink concession, okay? If I did, I, I could do two shows a year and I'd be fucking done. Okay? I don't. I don't know. You have to ask others. People who, like, fucking work here. It was $15 for a cocktail... Then 30 for a double, and that's wrong. 15 I get, they fuck us every time, okay? That's the price of New York, so go fuck yourself. But 30 for a double, bullshit on a stick. What the fuck, I expected Five bucks more for it, but not double the price. I didn't realize I was being asked to pay double the fucking cost. Fuck me. I should do this in my life. Ask people if they want to double and charge them twice as much. If I was a hooker, I'd be making a killing. And why the fuck is the couple in front of me being all lovey fucking dubby, huh? Seriously, I paid for tickets, then had to pay double for a drink. I didn't pay to see softcore porn. (laughs) The dude in front of me, stop putting your arm around your lady. As you do it, your arm brushes me and my wife's leg. I'm starting to think I need to ask this guy to buy me a drink. Meanwhile, his lady friend is wearing a hat. Who the fuck does this? You're in a theater in the front row like, lady, have you fucking heard of Hey, You in Front? Because right the fuck now, I'm minutes away from knocking that hat off your head and over the balcony. Maybe a lucky audience member will get a new hat. Is Texas the only place, in Carl G., Is Texas the only place where people brag about what fucking generation of Texan they are? (laughs) Seriously, no one gives a fuck how long your unambitious family has been in this shithole. It's as bad as those Puritan descendants who came over on the Mayflower and forever fucked America over. Um, Greg Loggenbach, what the fuck is wrong with America? Kids are getting litter boxes in their classroom because they identify as a cat. (laughs) Girls in the men's men's restroom because they identify as a boy, and on and on and on it goes. Where does fantasy land end and reality kick in? Parents need to be parents instead of being their kid's best friend. Um, now the the thing about the the litter boxes, Greg. To be honest, not true. It's not true. It's it's not true. It's not true. And I didn't. And I because I wanted to use it in my act. I thought, "Fuck, this is perfect. And this is right up my alley." And I. I checked into it, and it's not true. There's nobody. It's, it's the country we live in now, okay? And watch Twitter next week, because now you, you'll have a ton of stuff to send to me, because they will be making shit up right and left. If this country doesn't get its shit together, as regard reality, if we don't agree on it soon, it's not a question of democracy, it's a question of reality, okay? A bitch. The one thing I learned from acid is you've got to agree what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Allison Benton. No, this is my husband had a colonoscopy on Halloween. The step was dressed with a poop emoji hat. And on her shirt it said, poo, I mean boo.
0: <laughs>
1: Daniel, hi, Danielle, hi. I can't fucking stand the fact that his a woman in the state. I had to get my tubes tied just so I wouldn't have to get a life-saving abortion if I did accidentally get pregnant. The pregnancy would be so high risk that I would probably die along with the fetus that they would have forced me to carry. And there, quite simply in a nutshell, is the problem. You may not want uh, abortion in in the state, but once you do that, you're gonna you create problem after fucking problem. Okay? You can sit and discuss this until you're blue in the face, um, but it's what you do is create women's health problems, and women have enough problems. The fact that they, the fact that they, the fact that they menstruate. Once a month, and most men, and you fucking know this is true, would be out of work 10 days a month. As soon as as you discovered that there was, boy, boy, I'm just feeling out of sorts, I'm going to have to take the week off. And that would be the week before the fucking period. Unbelievable! unbelievable, a fucking that, that we can't fucking, dis- it's like there's no discussion about this. It's ludicrous. It is beyond ludicrous. It's absolutely astonishing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that helps. <laughs> I I get what you, I know, but its I I was ready to move on. (laughs) This is Austin Kaye. I'm married to an Indian woman, which means I have to go to 50 events a weekend that I don't understand the meaning of. (laughs) Oh, and nobody speaks English, so we just stare awkwardly at each other. Why can't her culture be like mine? Chinese? where we try our damnedest not to see each other as much as humanly possible. (laughs) Mary Peterson, I'm sick and tired of this fucking Texas weather. To an outsider, a Yankee, it looks great. What they don't realize is that while the winters may seem mild, it's a different kind of cold, and God forbid that it should snow or ice up. The fucking morons only have sand to put on the roads. It's a total shit show any the temps flirt with 32 gre- degrees. 32 degrees! Give me a fucking break. Where I grew up, that was driveway basketball weather in shorts and a t-shirt. And that's because you're fucking insane, too. I never understood that. 32 degrees is not fuck you, bullshit, no. No. Give me a fucking break. Um, uh, Everything shuts down. No one gets on the road in fear of some redneck and is jacked up four by four thinking he can get traction on ice. He's riding in a death machine and a little ice just turns him into a death machine on skates. Our fucking governor and state reps won't fix the goddamn power grid, so every day is Russian roulette if you'll have power or not. That's the same in winter or summer. So yeah, all fucking year, since we don't have a spring or autumn, fuck me. <laughs> once, once it warms up, it starts raining in buckets flooding everywhere. You need Noah's fucking ark to get around. But then once the rain stops, it seems like it'll never start again. We went from mid-May until mid-October without more than a half an inch of rain. Total, everything fucking dies. I'll have a pond from October until June, but then it goes away. (laughs) The fucking thing is a dry bottom all summer long, except for the deepest little part. Those poor fish, it's gotta be more crowded than a Japanese commuter train in there. Anyway, welcome back to Texas, Lou. We have tornadoes and a deluge of rain outside, just in your honor. Every one of us is probably gonna die in this musty old theater that smells like piss and mothballs. (laughs) Happy fucking holidays. This is, I don't usually go this long, but you guys really rolled it out tonight. God damn it, you, you guys who wrote this stuff in should probably get together and start your own show. <laughs> but I, I really wanted to read this one, because this is just, uh, welcome to Dallas, Lewis. this is Nash Gamil. And thanks for bringing a tempest commensurate with your anger. I'd, I'd like to take a moment to share a cautionary dating tale for those out there playing the field. Several years ago, I went on a date with this girl. We met online, her profile was charming, and we seemed to hit it off splendidly, even though she did spend an inordinate amount of time talking about her two border collies. After a lovely tapas dinner, she invited me back to her place. Fuck yes! (laughs) We get there, and those two precious dogs waddle up to greet us. She drops to the floor to embrace them, as if she was welcoming home a prisoner of war. (laughs) In Lewis, that metaphor is all too accurate. I make my way to the couch and sit down while she begins rolling around on the ground, hugging them, giggling, and let me just add, she was stone-cold, (laughs) fuck-sober. There, I quietly sat. She then began to open mouth kiss the little (laughs) fox. Yeah, you'll forget about that rubbing out. (laughs) I did all I could do, stare. After about five minutes, I interrupted the romp to ask where the restroom was, and off I went. Did I need to take a piss? No. (laughs) Did I need to take a shit? No! What I needed was to sit fully clothed on the edge of the goddamn bathtub and process what the fuck was going on in the other room. (laughs) I composed myself for five minutes or so, go back to the living room, plop back down on the couch while canine Caligula continued. (laughs) She then begins letting them lick her open mouth. She licks back. So I interrupt this and say, wow, you really love those little guys. (laughs) She stops, sits up, tightly grabs each one of those bastards in both arms and looks up at me for the first time since we walked through the door. And with tears in her eyes and clenched teeth, she angrily says, I would kill for them. Needless to say, I'm gay now. (laughs) Thank you, Lou, for fairing the storm to perform tonight. And thanks to my pops for coming, and likewise to my two dear friends and husband-to-be, Vaughn and David. God bless Nash. Wait, oh wait. (laughs) P.S. Dad, I've been dating a guy in his early 20s for a while, and I much prefer that Lewis break the news. (laughs) We, We can discuss this at the church wedding reception in Arkansas tomorrow night. I love you and thanks for being my biggest ally. Wow, if if that is true, it's spectacular. If that was made up, it's spectacular. (laughs) Nash, thank you, thanks to everybody who wrote in this evening. Thank you so much Dallas, thank you. It's been a pleasure and a privilege performing for you. We'll be in San Antonio tomorrow and next week, in Marietta, Durham, and uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Get your rants in. Take care of each other. Good night. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters, blended rants they gave us. Louis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Louis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brue. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.